0: Skelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, at this same time, by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. But now, I have a special message tonight for every one of those 800,000 young fellows and girls who joined Captain Midnight's Flight Patrol last year. Now, you know, Chuck and Patsy are urging all their friends of the radio audience to join the new 1940 Flight Patrol. And, of course, all you veteran Flight Patrol members will be among the first ones to join up again this year to get in on all the new fun and adventure and free prizes that are coming. Because, of course, you know what great times we had last year. So, there are just two things I want to tell you. First, that you'll be doing all your friends a real favor if you'll tell them how they, too, can join the flight patrol and get their free junior pilot's application card and spinning propeller medal of membership and all the other free prizes that are coming later. Say, why not see how many new members you can get? And second, I just want to say that if you think you had fun last year, boy, you just wait until you hear about the things we have in store for you in the new 1940 flight Patrol. Say, there'll be great times ahead for every red-blooded fellow and girl who joins up with Captain Midnight. Why, just think how much fun you'll have with that spinning propeller medal of membership alone. And will you be proud to show it to your friends and show them how to spin it and see where the pointer stops to decide who's the winner? Say, you'll find a hundred different ways of having fun with it. So listen, if you haven't already joined up, have mother or dad drive you over to your skelly service station tonight. Tell your Skelly man you want to join the new 1940 flight patrol. He'll give you your junior pilot's application card, and he'll send right in to Skelly headquarters for your free bronze medal of membership with the three-blade spinning propeller and the mysterious new secret password, and he'll put your name on the list for all the other free gifts that are coming later. Remember, it doesn't cost you a single penny. So... See your Skellyman and join the new 1940 flight patrol tonight. And now to Captain Midnight. Events are heading toward a grim climax. Captain Midnight and Chuck Ramsey finally fought off Shark's chief pilot, Von Griff, as they were rescuing Juan Pareda, whose estate and cattle Shark had appropriated. While this was happening, Ma Donovan and her group had been waiting in their cabin for Captain Midnight and Chuck's return, guarding the wounded pilot they pulled from a plane. Suddenly, the roar of a plane overhead is heard, and Ma, Patsy, and Pinky rush out, thinking it's Captain Midnight. Slim stays inside to guard the prisoner. The plane dives over the field, and Pinky cries out, Wait in with you! I'll slam the door!" But well, wait, Pinky. Can't we better watch what this plane does? He can't
1: see us between these trees. Now you listen to me, Patsy. You're not staying out there with bullets flying around.
0: Ain't hey, Captain Midnight flying that plane? He ain't. That's the whole problem.
1: What? I don't want that
0: pilot to hear anything. Look oh, no. out! The plane for Gerber
1: I go out and see which way that plane went. He must be leaving the field. I can hardly hear him.
0: That's right. Patsy's right, all right. Somebody ought to go out and see who what's going on. Well,
1: you and Pinky go, Slim. Oh, no, that's when Patsy and I'd be left alone with this pilot. I'm not afraid of him, ma. Besides, I've got Chuck's gun.
0: we better let Patsy go, ma'am, because she knows more about aeroplanes than we do. No, I'll stay here in the cabin with you, ma'am, and Patsy and Pinky can go outside you won't let nothing happen to her. All right, then, but be careful,
1: Patsy. And you keep your eye on her every minute, Pinky.
0: I'll do that, ma'am. Come on, let's go. And don't be forgetting what Captain Midnight said. Maybe there's fellas on the ground, too. Oh, I'll be looking out for that. All right, Patsy here's got Chuck's gun. Look over there in the corner. That pilot's watching us. Jumping, gee, horse of fat, he sure is. Well, that's just what I told you before. He knows everything that's going on here just as sure as my name is Slim Poole. Well, keep your eye on him, Slim. Patsy and I are going outside. Hey, wait a second. You better have some kind of a signal when you want to get back in. Well, how about three knocks? Like this. Yeah, that'll do all right.
1: Come on, Pinky, before that plane gets away. I close the door. Don't be forgetting the signal. Let's go straight ahead, Pinky. Out to the edge of the field.
0: Mm, just a minute, Patsy. Just sort to of look around a bit, just to be sure nobody's hanging around that ain't got no business here.
1: Gee, I guess that would be a good idea.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, come on under this tree, Patsy. Okay. Uh, now uh, a little bit closer. Oh, it's real shady here. Now stand real quiet, like, and start looking all around you, and. You see, if you're moving, other things will be watching you. But if you're standing still, then you can see other things that are moving.
1: Looked all around, but I can't see
0: anything. So am I. I haven't seen a thing, so I guess we can move on.
1: I can't hear that plane any longer at all.
0: Can you? No, I can't, but I'm kind of hard of hearing anyhow.
1: Let's go up to that next tree trunk, and we can look out on the field.
0: All right, but you lead the way, but don't get too far in front uh-oh. Oh, oh what's up? Don't move. Uh, do you see something? I think I
1: do, but I'm not sure.
0: Oh, what is it?
1: I'm going to raise my arm and you look where I'm pointed. There now. Do you see? I,
0: I don't guess I do, Patsy.
1: Do you see that big tree? It looks something like a fir.
0: Yeah, I see that.
1: Up to the left. Higher. About even with the top.
0: Yeah, I'm a-looking.
1: Do you see those two rocks? They're both round and smooth and one's higher than the other? Yeah, I see them. On top of the smaller rock, don't you see something resting on it? Calling
0: rattlesnakes.
1: You sure got sharp eyes, Patsy. It's a gun barrel, isn't it? It ain't
0: nothing different.
1: And at the back edge of the rock, isn't that the visor of a man's cap?
0: That's just what it is, Patsy. By the horn toe. This don't look so good to me.
1: What's he pointing the gun at? It can't be us, or we wouldn't be able to see the barrel.
0: Here, let me take another look. He's aiming that gun at the cabin, Patsy. That's what.
1: Gosh, Pinky, do you suppose he could see the door? No,
0: there's a big tree right there. All that fellas are doing is being sure that no one comes out into the open. What are you looking at now? I'm looking for something I'm pretty sure to find. What is it, Pinky? Uh, in a minute, we're going back into the cabin, Patsy. But there ain't no use telling you more, because she'd have to get worried. Okay. But you didn't tell me what you were looking for. Now, listen, Patsy. If that one feller are covering the cavern from that side, there's probably some more from the other side. Gee, I never thought of that. What we got to look for is the most likely other places where a guard would be posted. Look back this way, Pinky. See that clump of bushes? Yeah, I see him. And I'll lay ten to one, there's something more, too.
1: There. I saw something moving. Yeah, so did I, too. Now I see. There's a man standing up. But his head and shoulders are hidden.
0: You're sure so right. And what a shot. Why, well, I could pick him off just as yes, easy. Do you think you should? No, I guess not. It might start something we couldn't finish. Then again, it ain't giving the critter a chance. Pinky. Uh, yeah, I see.
1: This is terrible. I'm not thinking of us. I'm thinking of Red and Chuck. When they come down to land, they won't see any other planes, so they'll think it's all right. But after they land, when they jump out. Oh, Pinky, I can't bear to think of it.
0: I'm way ahead of you, Patsy. We're all in the tightest spot we've ever been. In the meantime, Captain Midnight, with Chuck and Senor Pareda in the rear cockpit, has been flying toward the south, following Pareda's directions. But suddenly, Chuck sees a black plane pursuing them. And Captain Midnight makes a vertical left turn down a narrow valley. Then, obeying Parade Shock, Captain Midnight turns vertically right into a rocky canyon. Listen as Chuck exclaims. We've lost them, Red. Bravo. I did not think you could do it. We won't be able to continue if this canyon gets any narrower. It does not. I have been through it many times. Now, keep a sharp watch behind, Chuck. I am. Please, Beacons, we've done it. Oh, wait a minute. Did you see that black plane? Yeah. He continued down that narrow valley we've given him the slip. Ah, uh, good enough. We'd be at a disadvantage in a narrow place like this. Gee, we sure haven't got very much room. Our wingtips aren't missing the canyon walls by more than 25 feet. The canyon will not become any smaller, I assure you. Very soon now we will come out. Oh, wait. I think I see the mouth right ahead. Gee, it sure is dark down here. kind of gives one a spooky feeling. See, hey, it is very dark. But soon we come out. There's the opening. Ah, oh, but almost out. Now, El Capitan Midnight. You must go up. You must climb the stairs until they have Okay, I'll open the throttle and stick her nose up. How high do we have to climb? Not much more, because we are making the attention very fast. We must go over the mountaintop on our right. Well, that won't take long. We're almost there now. Mm, Gosh, we're going up just like a balloon. I know this engine isn't that powerful. Remember what I told you about air currents in the mountains, Chuck? We're in a powerful updraft. Now, we are on top. Say, Chuck, look at that. Give me picket. There's the lake bed, Senior Parader told us about. And it's as perfect a landing field as I ever saw. surface looks as hard as a rock. Yes, and even, too. That's what I like about it. You can land the airplane as air (laughs) time. You bet I can. You don't find many places like this. That is good. All right, get set back there. I'm going to put the wheels down. Watch it, Senor Pareda. Bravo! That's is a fine landing. Well, there's no need going way out in the middle. I'm going to slap on the brakes and start here. Are we safe here, Senor Pareda? Yes, of that I am sure. Good, then I'll cut the engine. We may need all the gas we've got. Now, well, come on. Let's get out, Chuck, and stretch our legs. huh? I'm out. Oh, here, let me help you, Senor Pareda. Uh, thank you. There. Well, how do you feel, senor? Still a little weak, but very much better. Do you think some of your men are up here? On the bank of this lake, in that direction, there is a spring of water. Among the trees behind is a hunting lodge. Many were the happy hours I spent with my father there. If my men are on these mountains, they will meet in the lodge at night. You wish to stay here and wait for them then? Yes, I think that is best. Will you not wait with me? Now, I'm sorry, senor, but I don't believe that's possible. As I explained to you, we have friends waiting for us in that cabin on the land you leased to the Americans for mining. Ah, that is so. Uh, then you will go and bring them back here? Yes, that's what we better do, Chuck. Mom and Patsy would be much safer here than there. I wonder how far that field is. It can't be very far because we've been flying in the same general direction. Well, uh, how far away is that field, Senor Pareda? It is not so far. On foot, you would go over that hill to the west and down the canyon. Yes. It would be about six or seven miles. Oh, gosh, that's well. We can take off and be there in two shakes of a lamb's tail. Then you will return at once? Yes, Senor. We will return in half an hour. We will return in half an hour. What? Oh, they planned. Chuck, look. Blazing beacons. This lake bed's nothing but a dried crust. Those wheels have broken through into the mud. We're stuck, Red. Well, Captain Midnight and Chuck made a landing all right. But will they ever be able to get out? And in the meantime, Patsy and Ma Donovan, together with the faithful Pinky Drake and Slim Pool, are hemmed in by a ring of steel. What will happen next? Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. And now, just a friendly warning to every red-blooded young fellow and girl. If you love mystery and excitement, be sure you hurry and join the new 1940 Flight Patrol right away. Because you certainly won't want to miss out on the thrilling adventure that's in store for every member. The great adventure that only the members of Captain Midnight's new 1940 Flight Patrol can take part in. And of course, you won't want to miss all those free gifts and prizes either. So, have Mother or Dad drive you over to your Skelly service station tonight and get your free junior pilot's application card right away. Meantime, your Skellyman will send right in for your Swell Spinning Propeller Medal of Membership, the secret medal that's packed so full of fascinating features that it's a regular one-man sideshow. And remember, it doesn't cost you a single penny. So see your Skellyman and join Captain Midnight's new 1940 flight patrol tonight. Now, don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. What can Captain Midnight do now? His plane is hopelessly mired in the dried lake, and he and his friends seem to be at Ivan Shark's mercy. Or are they? Be sure to listen tomorrow. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and... Happy landing!